welcome to the discourse where we want to talk about a wizard book. <laughs> no, not that one. No, not the one you're thinking about. This is yeah. only a joke for the four of us, but it's good. Um, so, as always, I'm Holly, joined by Mark. Hello, I'm here. Julie. Hello. And Jess. Hello. Um, and this week, we have started the second book in the Discworld series, The Light Fantastic, continuing the adventures of our funny little wizard man, and also two flowers there. <laughs> <laughs> and if if you remember um, last episode, um, they were falling off the edge of the disc. <laughs> yeah, so that's how's that, gonna, how'd how's that get gonna... resolved? <laughs> wizard, can't, can't magic, wait to find turns out, out, what turns out fucking magic. Wow. Any, well, you see, anytime someone is falling off the edge of the world and then they're not, a wizard did it. God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. In this case, a book did it. A wizard yeah. book. A wizard I, book. I, I want to talk about this wizard book. <laughs> In the wizard book. Is, is the book a wizard? The book is a magical entity. I'm not sure if it counts as a wizard. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Because, like, like in sorcery, the whole plot revolves around the Archchancellor's hat, which has been worn by so many powerful wizards, it essentially has developed a sentience of its own. I love that. Oh, that's fun. That's very fun. Good for them. After the events of that book, the next Archchancellor is like, well, no more of that shit. (laughs) (laughs) All right, people, you can't put your hats down anywhere. Uh, I cannot wait until we get to Archchancellor Ridcully. Ridcully Oh, Ridcully's so good. Shall we, do, shall we get into this book that we were supposed to read last week, but uh, one of us had debilitating neck pain. Um, as far as, and... like, ducking out for a podcast reasons go, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. All I'm saying is that I definitely read um, 68 of the 82 pages we read for this week um, eight days ago, so... Yeah, you know. This will be yeah. fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ha- Holly was in so much pain that she literally could not sleep. <laughs> like, she was, like, sitting on the couch yeah. just yelling every you couple minutes. told me minutes. about that, Holly. That sucks. Yeah, I, I, like, to- I told everyone this, but Mark gave me painkillers before he went to bed at 1 in the morning. Um, and I still stayed up until nearly 5 a.m. because I could not go to sleep. Unfortunate. Yeah. Um, but now yeah, you're cured. I- I could not reliably sit still for an hour and a half and not go, ah! <laughs> I mean, me too, but, you know. It was very sad. I, I was like, are you okay? And you're like, yeah. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm ragging on you, Holly. I'm sorry you were in so much pain. <laughs> we in coach, I know I can put kissed. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the light fantastic. Uh, we open up with another, like, big, sort like, long description of, like, the disc is pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, the light is the, slow. The early books do this a lot. It drops off pretty quickly. I, I um, See, I still like it, because, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I like it. It's nice. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, this is a, a strongly scented uh, store at the mall. It's lush. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. All right. Bye, um, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> But it, go, it this one goes into particular attention um, about the Great Atun, um, because hey, guess what? This whole book's plot is kind of revolving around total fucking. I mean, all the 
all the plots revolve around it. What the fuck is wrong with us this week? <laughs> I'd say I'd say the plots will ride on it. <laughs> There's something I really like in here, and that's um, like that philosophers philosophize um, that you know Atun's just going here through the. The, the void of space, you know, old as time, patient as a brick, and actually they have it all wrong. Atun is having a great time, and I, yeah, I just yeah. love knowing <laughs> that he's having a good time. That's very important he loves to me. It. The, like the windows open a crack, the AC is on. His favorite song is playing. <laughs> he's listening like, to his favorite music. Oh, hold on. So, what is Atun's favorite music then? Ooh, oh. um, hmm. <laughs> he has giant headphones and they're just blasting dubstep the entire time. <laughs> See, I was going to say the turtles, but that's. <laughs> I mean, you know. He's just listening, but it's like a broken cassette. He's just listening to Happy Forever over and over again. I mean, are there other, mm-hmm. are there other turtles songs? No, no, that's the one that was in the Smash Brothers commercial. <laughs> um, yeah. The end of this big long description of Atun is um, uh, everyone on the disc is gonna die in a couple months uh, cause Atun's gonna fuck <laughs> yeah Rip. he's very horny there are he's finding hot local tortoises in, <laughs> in your super cluster <laughs> we also get a description of a bunch of hapless idiots who are falling off of the disc at this very moment well one hapless right. idiot is falling off the disc one, one, well, they're both falling off the disc. One is just in a spaceship as it's happening. True. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one is substantially more protected than the other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. one one big thing that happened to Rincewind in the last book is that he's not wearing the helmet on his spacesuit. Oh, yes. yeah. He is, he is very quickly finding out about the vacuum of space. I do like the description of the spacesuits as, like, someone who's never known the ocean described as scuba gear. That is very good. <laughs> <laughs> so, so tell me, it's big, uh-huh. wet. Okay, okay, no air. Okay. No, no okay. air. Okay. My partner, when he first came here, it was the first time he'd ever seen a true horizon. Wow, really? When he first saw the ocean, because he's lived in Michigan his entire life, and he's never been above seven floors. <laughs> <laughs> They suddenly find themselves, or is this is this slightly late? Yeah, no. They suddenly find themselves transported into a magic forest because, right? Yeah. Well, we get the whole long uh, introduction to the the book and the wizards. Yeah. Before that, the octavo. The octavo. I will. I will lie. It was very jarring because throughout all of color magic, I was like, okay, I can see how this is like the beginnings of Discworld, and the second it got to the Wizards, I was like, this is just Discworld now. <laughs> yeah. It's just immediately, like, you could, I could read this passage ten books into the Discworld series, and it would not be out of place in terms of style. Yeah, they nailed the Wizards really quick. Yeah, the like, the lore and, like, the setting kind of stuff seems a lot more, like, concrete and established mm-hmm. right away. Um, by the later books, the wizards have, like, an established cast of characters, which might be a stretch because none of them have- precisely, like, three of them have names, um, (laughs) and the rest of them are only known as their titles, like, you get the lecturer in recent runes, the dean, (laughs) the lecturer in ancient runes. (laughs) Here- here is where we meet Galder Weatherwax. Galder Weatherwax. (laughs) I love him- 
And I'm very sad that he gets eaten a quarter of the way into the book. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's a shame. Yeah. he. So he gets summoned because the Octavo is freaking out. And the Octavo is the book that has all the eight spells of the creator or whatever. Yeah. And when we say freaking out, like, this thing is bound to a fucking iron podium with chains that were clearly designed to hold elephants. <laughs> Um, and it's uh, melting them, and it's just shooting up a big old pillar of fire, like you do, like you do. I love um, I love that the the room that so there's the room that's in the door to this room has like a tiny grate in it, like a, like the book is a prisoner. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they gotta get, get meals to it somehow. Yeah. This library is a prison, Brendan. <laughs> in the book jail. Imagine yeah. a book just like solemnly lifting a single dumbbell, like. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, so it's got like you know how books, like old books, have like that ribbon like in the spine as a bookmark. Oh yeah, it, it's using it's that to lift the dumbbell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, Tavo, parole hearing was canceled this time. <laughs> the book is freaking out because uh, apparently it is time for all the spells to be said to save the world. When the book sends up its big fucking fireball spell, it just goes through, like, they, like, chase it to the, And instead of, like... Yeah. They, they, like, Weatherwax keeps saying, like, to the upper basement, to the main hall. <laughs> I love this sequence. This is very good. Yeah. It's also where we get the librarian. Yes, I was gonna mention. I've told this to Mark already. Jess, 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 Jess. Yeah. The orangutan librarian is probably the second most prevalent character in Discworld after death. He shows up in so many books. Good. Uh, He's very if good. You have an, if you have an orangutan librarian, it'd be a waste to not use it as much as possible in any book you have. Yeah. I know. I will say that it's weird that he's, like, described as, like, all sad and kind of like, oh, I hate being around town <laughs> in this one, because he fucking loves it in every other book. Oh, sure. Because <laughs> it's in, I imagine the uh, librarian at some point after this book is just like, wait a second, shells are so much easier to get around. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm so fucking strong. <laughs> I can crush a watermelon with my bare hands. This rules. So they're chasing this spell as it expands, and it turns out it's like, a ghost of the universe that is expanding to universe size mm-hmm. and they see that the world's been changed well they see that precisely nothing has been changed they're like what the fuck everything's the goddamn same um but what this change spell did was take rinse wind and two flower and take them from falling off of the edge and just put them in the enchanted forest of scund it's yeah. basically uh-huh. if someone just like who's in control of a Minecraft server just plopped you into different coordinates. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I do, this This still has it, but, like, I do like how a lot of the names in this are a lot less, oh, Fimblegam the Drizzle Whips. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, Galder Weatherwax is still up there. That's it's up so there. normal compared to... Oh, true, compared to, uh, what, Scruff? Scruff. It has a it has a more Scrum. appropriate amount of consonants and vowels. Yes. It all it also helps that Weatherwax is like one of the witches, so like I'm just used to the name Weatherwax by now. Fair. I did they ever touch on that? Like, is there a connection? Yes. Okay, I was wondering about that. In one of the in one of the I believe it's in Lords and Ladies, mm-hmm. um Ridcully goes to goes to the Ramtops and visits it's it's like for the coronation or something, but 
he goes to the Ram Tops, and in reminiscing with uh, uh, Weatherwax, he mentions that a Weatherwax was the Arc Chancellor at one point. That's the only mention. That's okay. it. Okay. Huh. And she, like, says that it was a cousin or something. That makes sense, yeah. During this, uh, the big fireball and the, the mist spreading out over everything, uh, Terry establishes that a uh, wizard smoke, as everyone knows. And I'm curious, right. um, do you think wizards can do sick vape tricks? Oh, I mean, if they're not Gandalf in it up in here, I don't know what the yeah. fuck they're doing. Precisely. Were I a wizard, you know I'd be doing sick Gandalf level vape tricks just constantly. Yeah. yeah. You got a little, you got to blow a little dragon that blows smoke rings. God, yeah. I've seen people vaping and every time I'm like walking behind them on the street, I'm like, oh, God damn it. But if like a, a sail ship came out of their mouth, I'd be like, ooh. Exactly. <laughs> All I can think of. Is that fucking vine where like the dude's trying to do some fucking vape thing and then the dude just like fucking blows it all away? It's like Adam. <laughs> also, there was for a short period after me and Zach moved in here, I shit you not, a vape store moved in like up the road called Vape Gear with literally the Gears of War logo on it. Nice. Um, and it had uh like one-way glass so you couldn't see in it unless it was like dark outside <laughs> they have to keep their vape secrets and and now it's gone <laughs> and now it's gone and i'm like did did they find out that <laughs> they were using the kids of war logo like <laughs> <laughs> they got sued out of existence <laughs> <laughs> they just went out of business like all vape shops do rinse went to flower now in the, the magic forest and the trees are talking to them yeah, all I can think of is that fucking episode of David the Barbarian. It's like, I hate this fucking forest. Does everything talk here? <laughs> Christ. Oh, I... um, hold on. Before that, um, Galder describes looking out, you know, they go all the way up to the roof and they're looking out. Um, mm-hmm. Did they rebuild Ankhmore Park already? Maybe. Because it's, it's only been six months since so. it burned the fuck down. I mean, everything's fine there, apparently, I, so I guess so. Yeah, like, it's... Ankhmore Park is not a great place in the best of times. Um, <laughs> like you I know. think it's usually the case of, like, Ankhmore Park follows cartoon logic of, ah, we got it fixed. Yeah, yeah. we've or, returned like, to the status quo. Or honestly, like, more like Ultraman rules of, like, wasn't the city destroyed a week ago? No, we got it fixed. No, cool. it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. It got better, don't worry. Yeah, got <laughs> I also do love that Terry Pratchett has a weird fixation on somewhat sapient trees. Yeah. Yeah. They're just kind of there. They don't have anything to say, really. They're just like... Eh. But this happens in another book with a different species of magical tree, and it's like... Do, does Terry Pratchett... Did he just wander around every day and go, what are trees thinking? I like, mean, yeah. we know for a fact that uh, uh, J.R.R. Tolkien definitely did that 100%, so... That's yes. true. <laughs> Why can't Terry Pratchett do it, too? I just yeah. imagining now J.R.R. Tolkien like holding a knife to a tree, going, "Tell me your secrets." Yeah, I. The thing I like is that uh, Terry Pratchett apparently is just the fi- he figures out the answer, and it's that trees are not very interesting because they don't really do anything. Yeah, <laughs> they don't really have anything to say. They just want to. They just are bored and want to chat. The trees, pleasant but dull. Same. Trees yeah. just like I've not been anything else. I don't know a concept of anything else. Okay, yeah. I'm going to go this way now. I just like, I fuck it, like, when he finally meets up with Two Flower, I like how Rincewind is like, um, like, he just says, like, the tree says something, and uh, Two Flower's just like, 
Rinse went to the tree test. No, no, it didn't. No, no, I'm don't talk to me. I'm pretty sure. No, 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 no. You need lungs and uh, uh, lips and uh, and vocal cords. Yeah, them. <laughs> yeah. No, he's he's so over it. He just refuses to acknowledge it at all, and it's very good. Just not, just not gonna. We don't have time to unpack all that. <laughs> yeah, he's just like. If, I think there's a line that's like, listen, if I was if I was mad, then trees would talk, and I'm not mad, so trees can't talk. <laughs> Done. Sorted. <laughs> a fucking asp, aspen behind him. I don't think your logic sounds it. <laughs> I want to read, um, it's a great paragraph when Rincewin falls out of the tree that he gets teleported into. It's, um, he got down... <laughs> He got down easily by dropping uncontrollably from branch to branch until he landed on his head in a pile of pine needles where he lay gasping for breath and wishing he'd been a better person. <laughs> Same. Uh, big mood. Big mood. Ooh, that's a big mood right there. Um, but so they walk around and uh, Two Flowers like, hey, we should get some food. Rincewind, you're a smart wizard man. You know where to get food here. Um, well, how are those mushrooms edible? Oh. And, uh, Rincewind... Uh, Hold on, I'm gonna derail this again. Um, yeah. what happened to the sea troll? Just, just rip to him? Yeah, rip to him. Yeah, rip to him. Yeah, he isn't important rip enough. Rip tied to him. Okay. I just... I guess he's just flying through space again, frozen, yeah. huh? Uh, good. Yeah, he's, he's fucking cars all He's trying to get here. back home. <laughs> he's okay. He's carsing it out up there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just like how... Rincewind, like, is trying to fake mycological knowledge of, like, uh, no, plums aren't good to eat. Is it the gills? No. no. Is it the spots? No. Then what is it? It's it's, it's a house. We got, <laughs> yeah. we done got Smurfs. That one's a house. <laughs> I was like, when Tuflau questions his ability to be a wizard to know, like, local flora and fauna, he's like, well, okay, what type of tree is this? It's beach. Actually, okay, actually, I'm a shut the fuck up, you woody <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah, I'll kill you. Also, we glossed over it, but I do love as well when the wizards are like asking where, like, what happened to death because they can't figure out any explanation for what happened with that spell from the Oka- oh, from the Otavo. We, we didn't get That's... there yet. That's the next scene. Oh my yeah. bad. Oh crap, my bad. No, it's okay. But yeah, that's that's uh, the next. Yeah, scene. no, that's I like literally, yeah. literally just like he says the mushrooms a house, and then the fucking <laughs> the wizards they've tried asking like fucking imps who are just like I don't fucking know, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> they've tried consulting fucking uh, crystal balls which are just shattered in their hands. I love that they consulted tea leaves which just stayed clumped together. Yeah, <laughs> and then they finally perform the rite of ascent, um, which like. I didn't know it was this early that they established, oh, you can do it with, like, a little block of wood and some mouse blood, but, eh, wizards like to be wizards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, people have engineered magic and figured it out, figured out how to do it better, but no one cares. Yeah, we, Listen, we didn't even that's... mention, like, the the young wizard, uh, try-hard man, um, I forgot. Oh, Tryman. Tryman? Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. Tryman Imper or something. My, my notes just Tryman. call him try-hard man. Um... <laughs> Works just as well. Which you know, true. He is the the dry businessman version of a wizard. Uh, wizard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like an evil version of a character I really like called Ponder Stibbins, who shows up a few books from now. Oh, I love Ponder. 
Because, like, like, I didn't think that the fucking mouse blood and cubic centimeter of wood happened until, like, he and his high-energy magic building became a thing. But no, it's, like, right here at the beginning. Tryhard's really interested in just, like, the bureaucracy of, of wizarding. Yeah. Yeah. All the boring stuff, he's like, oh, yeah, perfect. <laughs> Ooh, personnel? Yeah, give it to me. The whole full season of mouse blood thing reminds me of... So, <laughs> you ask any, like member of a Chinese diaspora family of like how so how do you know how much water to put in the rice pot for the cooker? Oh you measure it with like your fingernail. It's like but it's got markings on the pot. <laughs> but you gotta measure it with the fingernail. <laughs> it's like N- but wait, what if my finger's a different length? Well you just measure it with the finger. Yeah. But no, that's that doesn't answer like we have a way to fix this now. God. Listen, the pa- the bag of rice says one cup of rice, two cups of water. I, I don't <laughs> You do it with your finger, yeah, Holly. I don't know what you're you talking about. You still, you still, yeah, you still have to measure the fingernail, no matter what. Yeah. 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 If you don't do it, it's it's not going to turn out right. No. They are fucked. Like, who, who knows what's going on? It's anarchy. Yeah. <laughs> Galder Weatherwax is, like, trying to, like, fucking ham it up as, like, his place is, like, the big wizard in charge. All of the other wizards who are somehow older and crankier than he is are all like, I'm old person problem. Do it faster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's a, there's one guy here who like death looks at him and is like, mm, nah. and there's just a short scene later where like he just dies. Yeah, he like. just death just gets him. <laughs> like it's great. I love um when they're talking to him, and like death has like some small cheese cubes and he's like, I was at a party. Leave me alone. What do you want to know? Yeah, he's like, this is re- very rude. I was busy. I was gonna fucking mask of red death it up in there, and you had to fucking joke. come on. I love that. Yeah. I love it. And I, I do like how Galder keeps addressing him, like, under order of all these, like, historic names, like, magical names. Just hurry it up, won't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> death's... What's your offer? Come on. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what's, what's, what's shaking, Death? What's shaking, <laughs> Bony Boy? Um, and he's like, oh, that, um, so a wizard was just pulled off of the face of the disc. Anyway, I gotta go back to that party. Yeah. Well, well, it's gonna end in like two months. Yeah. By the way, the oh. disc will be destroyed. Uh, yeah. Goodbye. Oopsie doopsie. <laughs> the Great Pyramid I... of Tsort. I think it's. I think the T is silent. I is always it? just did sort. Sort. I also love that Golda tries to make very awkward small talk with Death. <laughs> just like I hope the party. Really good. Yeah, I hope it was a good party. I said I hope it was a good party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, I, I suspect things shall go south once midnight strikes. That's when I take my mask off. And I kill everybody there. Hooray. <laughs> Fucking, he just lets everyone know uh, all eight spells gotta be said um, at a specific time or else the disc will be destroyed. Mm-hmm. And, um... Right. Uh... Uh, Tryhard goes down to the library to get the one book that they have about the Great Pyramid, so he gets all the information before anyone else. Uh-huh. It's the fucking pamphlet that they have. I mean, the the one book, you know. Um, and he does give the librarian a banana. <laughs> uh-huh. Two bananas, even. Oh, yeah. Ooh, it's very good. Uh, I like there's some lines here about, like, fucking all the bookshelves have fucking magic lightning rods on them. Oh, um, yeah. And how a normal librarian would probably put all the books in, like, alphabetical order, which would kill everyone, <laughs> because <laughs> all of the magic would interact. 
Right. And also, this is the first instance of uh, the space inside of the library being distorted. Yeah, they have, um, oh, yeah. what do they call it, like Mobius shelves or something? That's fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like that. Uh, they go a lot more into that later, um, but yeah, just a little taste. But he gets, like, the fucking pamphlet on sort. But yeah, he's just like, oh, okay, I see. Yeah, mm-hmm, uh-huh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He, like, struggles to read it because it's not in a, you know, it's in a different language. And he's not oh, rinse-wind someone who knows language. I was going to say, if only there was that idiot who was good at, <laughs> good at, good at good. languages and not magic. Yeah. Um, and then we go back to Rincewind and Two Flower, who are arguing about oh, if it's a gnome, a goblin, so or a pixie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before that, though, we, we get some, some fun uh, world-building on the Forest of Skund. In, in the local language, Skund is like, your finger, you fool. Because it's all like... Like, yeah. explorers going around being like, what's that? What's that? What's that? <laughs> and, like, yeah. the native people are like, you're a fucking idiot. I love, um... Just a mountain? Yeah. I don't know. What? Yeah, there's, like, <laughs> Mount Ulskunaharad, and it's like, who is this fool who does not know what a mountain is? Dumbass doesn't know what a mountain it's, is. <laughs> it's extremely good. It reminds me of how, um, the people in, in Tibet have a name for Mount Everest, but, you know, all the... The, the British men who went there decided that they would name it Mount Everest after the, uh, literally the guy who was running the, like, Mountaineer Society back in England or something, and he was like, don't name it after me. Fuck. He's like, no. Yeah. But they're like, no, it's called Everest now. And he's like, what the fuck? No one asked me. Literally. He wasn't even there. Oh. Fucking semi-decent white British man in the 19th century is like, no, that's... Fucking no. He was just what like, the... why Why are you naming that? I've, I've never been there. There's no reason to name it after. I didn't climb it. What are you doing? Yeah. And I'm like... Christ, imagine imagine if the exploratory party had been like, I don't know, like fucking financed by a soap flake company or something. <laughs> <laughs> we'd have we'd have Mount Starchbright. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dial presents tallest mountain in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where like... So, so like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Can I read something from my notes? Because like, I haven't looked at my notes since I read this chapter. I just have Mount Get a Load of This Guy. Very <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> good. That's, um, damn. But good job. So, it's it's weird because like pixies and gnomes and fairies are all like known entities on Discworld. Why is I guess they're not on like the fucking counterweight continent, but like. Where, where, like, where, where did Two Flower get his information? Well, he reads, fa- he reads fairy tale books. Yeah, he, he has, he says he has like the Little Folks Book of Flower Fairies or something. And Rinswin's like, what the yeah. fuck is that? I'm just, I'm just saying that, like, because because they're a known entity, I just have the feeling that like that book does not exist in places where fucking <laughs> fair folk are. Yeah, on the Discworld. I, yeah. I would guess. Um, but, but basically, bas- they, they've met, like, a short, schlubby man, um, living in a mushroom, and Two Flowers, like, why doesn't he look like Papa Smurf? Yeah. <laughs> Two Flower tells him that. all about the Tooth Fairy, and Rincewind is horrified, because it's a strange fairy that comes into your home and steals your teeth. But the Tooth Fairy exists in Discworld, that's the weirdest thing. The Tooth Fairy does exist in Discworld, and now I remember... Mm, we'll wait. We'll wait we'll, on that. We'll but, like, definitely the tooth fairy get exists. to that. But yeah. <laughs> does the tooth fairy live in a castle made of teeth? Though I must know. 
No, it's way creepier, actually. I'm sorry, yeah, it's creepier than a castle made of teeth, Holly? It actually, uh-huh. it, I think it actually is made of tea. No, there's a room with a bunch of teeth in it. Okay. Right. Is the tooth fairy okay. made of teeth? No. No. I, I will say the tooth fairy's domain looks like a child's drawing of a house, by which I mean there's blue sky overhead. But only in a specific place overhead. The sun is always in the corner. There's maybe a couple of, like, lines that are meant to be birds. The house always has two windows and the door in the direct center. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. All right. So it's like that one part say... of Off. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. I gotta I've say, never played Off. Off is pretty as good. A, as an art teacher, oh, my God. When you try and teach seventh graders to not draw a house like that, it's like, oh, God, please kill me. <laughs> oh, boy. Julie, do you, you have to like... tell children that they can't draw the sun with sunglasses anymore? <laughs> okay, here's the thing. Not all Fuck the time. You teach, you when, I'm te- <laughs> when I'm teaching abstract art, I'm like, I don't mind if the sun has sunglasses, but maybe paint the sun blue. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> it's more just, oh, uh, well, you have to teach kids. Okay, so we're going to be doing abstract art, so it can't look like what you think the real thing looks like. And their brains just shut off. I'm like, mm. yeah, I thought so. Okay, so. Mm-hmm. I'm nine. <laughs> <laughs> These are seventh and eighth graders. That's fine. They're nine. My brain for a second there was desperately going like, how old are seventh graders? Younger than me? Younger than me. Holly, <laughs> 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 is everyone younger than you nine? <laughs> Basically. Holly doesn't want to get bullied by the older kids. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Listen, they're Holly, like twelve meet or someone, something. Like, I don't know. Holly, if you meet someone six months younger, do you just do you just go like, oh, wait till you reach the real world, kid? Like, yeah. wait till you have to pay taxes. <laughs> Anyone whose age begins with a one may as well just not, like, like once you're more than six or seven years younger than me, it's like mm, you're a baby. You, you are. I remember baby. when I. Of when I served a customer who was born in the year 2000, because I had to look at their membership details, and like, oh, God. Oh, I, boy. I, I taught a kid last year at the same school I'm currently teaching at, and he, he was complaining about, like, new cartoons. It's like, what do you, so what do you prefer? Oh, cartoons, like, back in my day with Hey Arnold. I'm like, you're in year seven. Huh? Get out. Get out. Get out. <laughs> that's, that's not kid. your day. <laughs> We oh, like that. Rugrats, the show from 1990? Dipshit! Get out of here. Anyway, um, but so this gnome, whose name is Swires, who I think, like, there's a Corporal Buggy Swires in the watch books, right? I'm remembering, yes. I think. That, that rings a bell. He's like, I'll lead you guys to a place where you can get food and shelter. One and the same thing. He leads them to a gingerbread house. Yes, <laughs> he wasn't lying. Uh, I love this gingerbread house. Um, so the, this uh, part of the book starts out: uh, the cottage was small, and then on the next line down, the next sentence starts with some mad whittler. Um, <laughs> I yeah. I yeah. combined them together, and I was like, yeah, the cottage was mad small, and I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> This cottage was mad small, yo. Just mad small, and I'm like <laughs> wicked whittled to shit, my dude. <laughs> Damn, Terry. <laughs> I was like, hold on, that's not right. <laughs> the, t- the cottage is small as fuck. I now imagine that being set on fucking like some like grand design, like. <laughs> so I want a cottage, but like a mad small cottage, and if you could like whittle that to shit, I'd really appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. 
uh, also it's uh, fucking extremely magic and one book like one book into the series we've already moved away from fake magic metric system to fake magic imperial system because we switched uh-huh. to thalms yeah but he does say millithalms so Milla would be oh, yeah. which is still a metric. still metric we're good yeah i i yeah i think i don't know because like i mean they're i don't know but <laughs> I, yeah I, I there's just shut up Met, first mil, of all milli anything is metric yeah milli anything is metric because it goes milli centi then right but like he like is like nah prime suck we're, we're doing we're doing thalms now but yeah it's a candy cottage it's a regenerating and, candy house yeah Rincewind mentions here the uh, Confectionary School of Architecture, and I don't know why that reminded me of, like, ITT Technical Institute. Um, <laughs> and I just unlocked the deep memories of watching the infomercial for ITT Technical Institute when I was home f- homesick from school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, bad fo- the bad for-profit school on uh, uh-huh. information technology. <laughs> we explore all the, all the problems that a house made out of candy brings with it. Yeah. Which is like, oh Christ, everything's sticky. I hate it. Yeah. You want me to sleep on this bed? Ugh. Like someone yeah. ate the bed. <laughs> the beds were like made of marzipan cake. I don't want to think about what the sheets are made out of. Sheet cake. Sheet she- cake. God damn it. <laughs> Come on. Come on. <laughs> we do cut back to um, the fucking uh, Unseen University. And Galder Weatherwax is fucking making a metal album cover. <laughs> <laughs> we get a little, um, like, vignette about, like, this this guy hanging out with some barbarian chieftains. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you just get introduced to this, um, briefly. This clearly extremely old man. They do, like, the Conan the Barbarian, like, what's best in life yeah. to something, the women, enemies, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hot water and good dentistry. And, yeah. yeah. He has an extreme, like, no teeth lisp in this book, which thankfully gets solved. Oh, I, I just read it as Sean Connery's voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's right, but I did it. I mean, it's not bad. But yeah, this is Cohen the Barbarian. We'll see more of him later. Alright. Um, but Galder Weatherwax is fucking making a thing um, I love sorry I, I keep buttoning in here but I I love like the description of like all the crap that Galder has sitting around like oh yeah I like the fake like alchemical equipment that's just kind of filled with water it's just like a quantum explosion hit a taxidermist like room <laughs> like <laughs> stuffed alligators hanging from the ceiling is a common th- anytime a wizard study is mentioned <laughs> there's a stuffed alligator hanging from the ceiling <laughs> Well, else we know if they're books. a wizard. That's really good. <laughs> it's it's basically all, all wizards love the fucking uh, Outback Steakhouse like decor. <laughs> oh god! Yeah, all, all of them have street signs on their walls <laughs> yeah. and like funny license plates. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> fucking. What just... is okay? What is a wizard's mantra if not no rules, just right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You look, you look, you walk into a wizard, oh, you walk into a wizard study, um, and you just see An alligator with all sunglasses on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, all the beer posters. Oh my god, that's, god, perfect. I fucking love Guinness, 
vintage Guinness ads. <laughs> it's a great day oh, for wait, a, I just, a spell. <laughs> I just found a way to combine them. <laughs> <laughs> great. Oh my god. Great. Okay. I love it. You I know it. what you, I'm redrawing you... this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> God. Um, my goodness, my vial of bubbly green liquid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my goodness, my spells. My goodness, my spells. Uh. Um, but so, Trimon does try to murder Galder a couple of times here, and Galder is extremely cool, and he's just like, oh, get up early in the morning to kill me. Yeah. You have to not go to sleep at all, bitch. Yeah, they, they get into the fact that wizards are very cutthroat literally because dead men's pointy it's the, shoes it's the only way to advance your position it's basically a bunch of like former grad student professors who are trying to get tenure yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly um but what what Gowder's actually doing is like he's making a magic arrow that he's going to fire at rincewind and instantly teleport him here mm-hmm. yeah uh, which doesn't quite work as we'll see before this uh bit ends but it's a really smart idea yeah it's a cool yeah. thing all the other wizards are messing around with fucking seven league boots, and that ends poorly for one of them. <laughs> mm, that sure oh, does. Uh, I I have a question. So, Tryhard is this like new bureaucratic type of wizard who wants to do everything, you know? Yeah. At least in this yeah. scientific way, would Rincewind not like be able to be in that class? Like, obviously he's a dropout, but just, like, would he not be able to be in that class of wizard? Because like he longed for it's, science. It's, it's, it, well, this is less science and more fucking bureaucratizing magic. I guess. It's more it like flowcharts like... and organization. Well, and what, are... what, what Rincewind wants is actual real earth science. <laughs> yes. Okay. I mean, he, ju- he just said that he wanted magic to make more sense. So, you know, if you make a flowchart about magic, that kind of makes more they, sense. They get more explicit. Like, like I've mentioned Ponder Stibbins. He's more explicitly exactly this. Uh, one of the first things he does when he becomes a professor is make a magic computer powered by ants walking around in tubes. <laughs> the, I mean, the internet is a series of tubes. We all know this. I yeah. just, I love that fucking ant pun of ant hill inside as in intel inside. Oh my god. Oh god. <laughs> Oof. The, um, ram, the ram skull is literally ram. I, yeah, like, it's Oof. basically, hex is just an excuse for Terry Pratchett to make a bunch of fucking dumbass computer jokes. Uh. Great. Same. Um, At one point, they 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 need a caged mouse uh, in order for it to work. No one knows why. Mm. They just do. (laughs) You just need a mouse. Yeah, you need a mouse. Weird. Yeah. So, advancement of wizards is through dead men's curly shoes, Um, and Mm. this is a practice that continues up until the introduction of uh, Red Cully in a, I believe it is, fucking the making movies, the moving pictures. That yeah, that's it. He's introduced in that book, and he's just so unkillable, like, <laughs> that just completely stops. Rick Cully is basically, like, um, the stories of Teddy Roosevelt, but if he was a wizard. Yeah, nice. basically. It's, I, I really like this, because it's like, these wizards are so lame until someone tries to kill them, and then they're, like, super prepared and do cool <laughs> stuff. In, in Rick Cull- in Rick Cully's case, um, he is, like... Like, like Rincewind mentions being a city wizard, uh, Ridcully is extremely a country wizard, and everyone assumes that's like, oh, we'll be able to boss this fucking rube around. 
Um, what actually happens is he's very loud and unkillable. <laughs> like, Same. He, he basically just... runs the entire faculty ragged by going on a hunting trips every weekend, and they're finally like, oh, Christ. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> he, he's the wizard who busts open a door and says, what's up, motherfuckers? My wand is eight feet long. <laughs> <laughs> it is. He has a staff. Great. Nice. It's to the point where, like, like obviously they can't have the wizards doing magic to solve problems. Um... Which is Ridcully's there, and if something can survive him hitting it with his staff, um, it could survive any spell you can throw at it. Is basically what they do. Nice. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so like Tryman tries to stab Galder, and like the knife just spins around his neck and like impales the door. Yeah, like warps. And suddenly like he, he grows the, three feet. Like he bends the space. Yeah. It's really neat. It's a it's a fun description. After after that little bit. Um, man, that goes on for a We're, while. We, I think we glossed over, um, doesn't the prophecy say that whoever says all the spells gets, um, whatever they want, or, or something? Yeah. Oh, right, yes, or, or that's what, a thing. Yeah. yeah. What they truly deserve, I think, is the specific wording. Yeah, that's different than what they want. <laughs> I forget how it's phrased, but it's it's important to, yeah. to <laughs> but that's, mention yeah, that. I'm just saying it's a... It's important to it's important to mention that what they deserve is different than what they it's want. It's definitely yeah. not what they deserve, but it's not exactly I don't don't remember if it's what they want. But it definitely it's it's worded in a way that like somebody's gonna get fucked. Whoever says it gets mm-hmm. fucked. Yeah. yeah. I and this is like Tryman's like ambition is like, oh, it's gonna be me and I'm gonna become the best super wizard ever. It's like mm. You deserve to be kicked in the fucking shins, my yeah. dude. Yeah. <laughs> kicked in the um, shins eternally. Um, <laughs> oh, that would suck. God, Jesus. <laughs> exactly. But uh, we cut back to our funny wizard friend and tourist boy. And they're like, we want more table? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're, I love how Ridswood is, like, complaining. He's like, oh, this is all just sweets. I want, like, a salami. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm Ridswood. God, I want a meat pie so fucking bad. Damn. Yeah. Can I have salt? Can I please just have salt? Yeah. Can I have something more, like, healthier than this, please? more adult the the no mentions about how the old witch who used to live here was killed by a couple of uh, f- uh runaway kids and uh rinsewind and two flower just both like kids these the youth. the youth oh yeah i blame the parents kids these days they're rough i tell you what <laughs> they are no i i have this actual conversation all the fucking time <laughs> teacher let me tell you it's very weird actually just saying it it's cool oh god i hate kids <laughs> i love them but i hate them um two flowers starts talking about how he'd really like to own a little place like this in the woods uh. it just he says it reeks of ambiance and uh i think that like there's some like uh swires swires is like what's ambiance and rinsewood is just like he's he means he wants to buy the place yeah yeah ambiance means this place sucks <laughs> it's what I've come to understand. It, it sucks. I must have it. Um, it, like, like, sort of. I believe this, like, from the last book, like, um, uh, two flower described things as rustic, which Rincewind had come to uh, see to mean uh, dilapidated, dilapidated and terrible. <laughs> um, but so Swires is like, oh, I can uh, sell you this place. I can talk to the fucking homeowners association, <laughs> and Rincewind is like. He'd never leave, and he'd bring more. Yeah. <laughs> and Swires is just like, I'll help you pack. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, there's um, uh, packs of roving wizards roaming around in the woods. Right, because they're all searching for Rincewind, Rincewind now, because they're like, oh, we need the spell out of his head. 
I love bumbling teams of Black Ops wizards. It's very good. Oh, they're so good. They're, they're all out of shape and coughing. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like a, instead of uh, like a, a style of uh, G.I. Joe's Cobra, you just, instead of mooks, you just had dumb wizards. It was so bad. <laughs> yeah. If the Three Stooges tried to... <laughs> Competing teams of Three Stooges. Like... <laughs> Uh, you can make at least two teams. There's Mo, Larry, Curly, and then you could do Shemp, Joe, and Curly Joe. <laughs> Amazing. They're very funny though, because they're like they're all like competing with each other, so they're trying to like outmaneuver and like betray each other the whole time. Um, but we we focus on Spold, who was a th- one of the head wizards that Death was like looking at weird because he was like, oh yeah, I have to kill this guy. Yeah, he's the old ass man. Not nearly as good as the old ass wizard from later books, um, because he sticks around for like five fucking books, getting older and older. <laughs> <laughs> Windle, all Windle poons. I um, there's a weird. Terry does a tense shift here. It shifts from past tense when he's talking about Rincewind to like present tense when he talks about what talks, what happens to to Greyheart's bold. Like it's that weird. Yeah. That's weird. It threw me for a for a loop. I don't know. I don't normally like. We haven't really criticized anything that happened, but that's mm-hmm. that's the weird thing that he does, and literally just for this scene. Yeah, I, I like the phrase um, uh, regarding Greyhold Spold. He may be a bit deaf and a little hard of thinking. <laughs> yeah, but they're I. He's like, yeah, but like you know, wizards have to learn to watch their own backs because everyone's out to kill them. <laughs> so he knew, he knows that when death looks at you weird, it's time to like get moving because <laughs> stuff's gonna happen. He's- He's sealed the doors with a paste made of powdered powdered mayflies. <laughs> um, God, just fucking. He has made an anti an anti death box yeah. basically. There's, what's the line? I forget if it's here or if it was earlier, but it's like they say that when a wizard gets tired of checking his food for glass, that wizard is tired of living. <laughs> right, that's a bit earlier. It's uh, very good. Yeah, you have they they ha- they say like you have checking to enjoy for scorpions. this kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, anyway, he locks himself in a fucking airtight box and death pops in. It's like, dark in here, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's just like pitch black. So fun. Then we go back to um, fucking CSGO, but with wizards. <laughs> yes. The squads <laughs> are all popping in. This is this is literally just a battle royale. Oh my god, I would love CSGO with wizards. It's like <laughs> like I think they've made one of those, actually. <laughs> Like, it's just gonna be that fucking video of the AI getting fooled in CSGO. It's like, where's the bomb? 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 Where's Rincewind? Where's Rincewind? <laughs> I guess Prop Hunt is kind of like that. There's a game called Spellbreak, which is uh, a mage battle royale game. Which is funny. Now I'm just imagining Payday, but with wizards. <laughs> They're all trying to find Rincewinds. They all fucking throw... Throw a bunch of fucking fireballs. They all do a bunch of spells. Yeah, um, it's just a, it's a fucking farce. Like, yeah, everyone's just Two going. Flower finds a broom in the closet <laughs> with handlebars. Oh right, and of course, and of course, they wind up flying off on it. Yeah, and they just, they basically leave the wizards to just like fuck around and do whatever. And this is where the guy with the seven league boots forgets to say the spell that keeps your legs from ripping apart at the groin. Oh, God. <laughs> you, it's just so when horrifying. you step twenty one miles. Here's my question: 
This is Discworld. Why aren't they eight league boots that take you twenty four miles? Hmm. Mm. Hmm. Anyway, if you make eight <laughs> league boots, they go into the dungeon dimension. Oh, true. <laughs> I'm just saying it's the magical number, so... Yeah. <laughs> anyway, they fucking fly up into the air. Um, yeah. Before that, um, like, they fly off, and then uh, Galder's magic arrow hits the luggage. Right, and this is where Galder gets eaten. Uh, the, scene, right. the scene where Galder gets eaten comes after, like, the lads fly around for a little bit, but, um... Okay, chronologically, this is where Galder gets Technically, eaten. Technically, <laughs> yes. Um, we get another one of the things that I like, which is, uh... Like we had, we didn't talk about it, but there's like a shaman hanging out in the woods or whatever, and so like he's oh, yeah. he's talking to a guy right. by the by the fireside about how the like the luggage fucked him up, and the guy's like, "What are you talking about?" And then literally like, listen, a bunch of people, a bunch of people have seen so and so and become shamans. A few people have become what's his dick, um, and be- and become double shamans. Fucking nobody has seen a box with legs and become a dipshit. <laughs> and then, yeah, the the luggage like runs through their their campsite again, and he's like, "Okay, did you see that?" And the dude's like, "No." Nope. He's like, "All right, neither did I." But I, it's it's one of my favorite things is just the idea of the the Discworld Mulder trying to track the, the luggage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You heard of the luggage? <laughs> Have you ever heard of the luggage? Skull, you're not going to believe it. <laughs> luggage, uh, fucking drawing of luggage with tits. Like that, <laughs> I, like that, I, re- <laughs> I really do love, though, when the shaman asked the apprentice shaman, like, so it looked at you. Yes. Did it have eyes? No. 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 <laughs> That's my favorite thing anyone ever says about the luggage. It's like, it doesn't have a face, but I know it's looking at me very angrily. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I forgot. We also, just because we're talking about the luggage, I forgot there's that tiny scene I love with um, the tree, uh, one of the trees asked the luggage, did it hurt? Like, What's it like being a chest? <laughs> oh, yeah. Is it good? Like the luggage has to think about it. <laughs> yeah. And it just scuttles off. It just shrugs and the, tre- the tree just sighs. It shrugs its fucking hinges. <laughs> it's very holy. <laughs> So that, that, but the lugs. Holly, yes. Holly has posted the, bi- the Bigfoot titty drawing from X-Files. So what, what would we be talking about here in Discworld would be a chest with a chest. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> a chest with big knockers, you might say. Mm, that's, it. <laughs> that's what doors have. Fuck, I'm dumb. Shut up, Holly. We we cut we cut that we yeah cut back to um uh, Rincewind and Two Flower on the broom. Two Flower's like, I thought you said you knew how to fly this thing, and Rincewind just goes, No, I just said you couldn't. <laughs> I just yeah. said you certainly don't. Um, we get another mention of like the gods battling with the ice giants. Uh, <laughs> oh they wouldn't bring back the lawnmower, and they won't turn the radio down. They're just the shitty neighbors. <laughs> yeah. It's very fucking, good. I can't believe the. I can't believe this is a fucking cosmic level Donald fighting with his neighbor <laughs> from the Karl Barks comics. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but they like go up above the cloud layer, and they are the first uh, humans on the disc to learn that shit's fucked. Yes, they're like, oh, they're like, oh, we're flying toward a giant red star. That's probably not good. Um, but then they, like, go back down and they crash into a rock that's in the middle of the clouds. Yep. We get we get the scene where Galder actually gets eaten when he summons the luggage back. I'm just, I'm also flipping through as we're going, so. Yeah, he, he summons the luggage and is immediately, 
eaten, and fucking Trimon is trying to, like, make fucking small talk with the luggage. Oh, yeah. And then runs before it kills him. There's something like, um... He moved in a way that suggested he was attempting the world's speed record for nonchalant walk. Description of the luggage being open and all in it, all that was inside was just fresh laundry, and he's like, "That's the most terrifying thing in the world." Uh, yeah, I really wish parts of Galder were. In yeah, there. exactly. He's like, "Where did the body go? Oh God!" <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, "You wouldn't happen to have seen another wizard around here by chance?" Yeah. <laughs> oh, it doesn't matter. Goodbye. And like he leaves and shuts the door, and it's implied that the luggage snaps at him like literally a second later. <laughs> Um, and then it's Rincewind and uh, Two Flower on a rock in the air. Right, they're just floating on a rock, and they're like, "Don't think about it." <laughs> the pioneers used to ride these babies for miles. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but this is where we get our druid friend, who is a computer engineer. I love. Them. I love this. This is so good. I love this. One. This is like taking. This is taking like maybe Stonehenge was a fucking celestial calendar, and just taking it into like. Maybe st- what if what if Stonehenge was used to fucking ENIAC this shit? Yeah. <laughs> what if Stonehenge was a computer? What if Stonehenge? What if Stonehenge was used for IRC? Yeah. If Stonehenge needed an IT technician to run, <laughs> an IT technician who persuaded rocks to fly through the air. Yes, this is a, this is the good bit, which is no rocks can't really fly, but if you tell, like, if you believe in it hard enough, they will. <laughs> Also, his name's Bellafon, which is a refreshingly normal name, <laughs> frankly. Yeah. Yeah. But so this is where Two Flower, like it's a, like it's like ah yes, the big the computer that we're building with these rocks, it'll tell us when a star is going to rise and when to plant crops. And Two Flower's like, oh, like my almanac. Yeah. Like, uh... What the fuck's an almanac? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, n- no, we do not do that. No. <laughs> You cannot introduce logic here. Yeah. Also, also, keeping the rock in the air is very much like um, flying in the Hitchhiker's Guide, which is you just have to not think about falling. And Ritzwin's very bad at it. He's just like, <laughs> right. I just gotta think of this rock flying and keeping me in the air. I am not doing this. Yeah. <laughs> so Ritzwin says, have you ever heard of culture shock? He, hits, he hissed. What's that? It's what happens when you set, spend 500 years... 500 years trying to get a stone circle to work properly and then someone comes up with a little book with a page for every day and little chatty bits saying things like now's a good time to plant broad beans and early to bed early to rise makes a man healthy and wealthy and dead and do you know what the most important thing to remember about culture shock is what don't give it to a man flying a thousand ton rock yeah because <laughs> Belafon is fucking pissed at the idea of an almanac. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, fucking paper. Paper can't think. Paper can't fucking tell you what. I'll fucking tell you what. I love. Paper can't be rock. Paper can't be rock. (laughs) 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 They say something about, um, when, when Belafon's like, yeah, you know, whatever, use it to to tell the weather. And they're like, oh, like when it's got snow on it, like it's snowing. And it made me think of like. Fucking that weather rock. The weather rock image. Yeah. 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 The walk. Rock rock, gone. Windy. windy. (laughs) Damn. Uh, We're on the same page here. Um. (laughs) Wet rain. (laughs) Bouncing earthquake. I love it. Uh, Weather rock. Magnificent. 
It works every time. Yeah. I've never been led mm-hmm. wrong. Hot, it's sunny. The the the, the, the druids at this circle are having like arguments like, uh, what the fuck are you talking about? The software was built for stone circles, you idiot. <laughs> yeah. You just gotta Oh, are you gonna tell me that the rocks are all fine but the universe is wrong? <laughs> yes. yeah. Uh I, d- I do like that Two Flower says it's it's very nice and it's ethnic. Classic. That's some classic tourist bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> what does ethnic mean? It means it's great. Keep it means it's great. Rock. It, it, it means it's great and it. we love it. And they say it's seven seven weeks to hog wa- Hogs Watch Night and it's gone down again. Because <laughs> the stone yeah. circle just keeps crashing. Hast thou tried pulling up all of the rocks and putting them back in place again? <laughs> Oh god, someone put a Bonzi buddy on the fucking Stonehenge. (laughs) It's just the orangutan library. (laughs) Imagine what a blue screen of Death Force a stone circle is now. Like it's all it's all of them just lying flat. (laughs) Just fall over. I want I want the someone to dye the orangutan uh, the librarian purple and he just goes up there. And Rincewind has to pull a con. No, it would be Moist von Lipwig pointing, uh, doing the con, and like he just like talk while breathing inward to do the Bonzi Buddy voice. Amazing. <laughs> Hello, I am Bonzi Buddy. <laughs> this is where Rincewind has a fucking vision uh, of the other spells from the Octavo. Yeah, he like desperately wants to go to sleep. And so he's like, please just let me rest. And then he Oh goes, yeah, he like lays down on top of one of the rocks. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, it's all the it's all the other spells in the octavo like creeping on him. Yeah, he hears like rustling paper and weird sour darkness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and all all of them have an argument. It's like, well, it started with the first word. No, it wasn't it was the egg. Round and squishy it was. <laughs> no, it was firmament. Lots of firmament. God. And they're like, anyway, whatever it was, we remember it distinctly. <laughs> yeah. Ritz was just like, I can see that. I, yes. I love uh-huh. it. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. But they, uh, the spells mentioned that they chose Rincewind uh, because of his cowardice, his heroic cowardice. Right. They're like, oh, you survive basically anything. So you're the, like the safest place. And then they tell him about the, the prophecy as well. So now he knows. And this is where we go back to the university, and they're like, uh, Moss, there's a star. Uh, it's a big star. Yeah, we're talking to the professor of astrology. Yeah. Uh, Trimon in his new fancy head wizard robes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we glossed over the scene where the luggage escapes the university, and everybody's like, uh. Yeah, Trimon's like hiding on top of the tower of yeah. art, and it's very good. Men are like down on the ground, yelling up to him, like "It ain't the dean of liberal studies." Oh yeah, <laughs> and Trimon's just like, "Oh hey, this is a good day." Yeah, <laughs> all right. Um, but so the Discworld sun is a ball of fire a mile across, and this sun that they're going towards is sun-sized. It's bigger than Atuin and the disc together. Yeah. Uh, Trimon's asking, like, the professor what it is, and he goes, it's a star, I think. <laughs> He's like, you think? <laughs> um, but they find Rincewind by telling his exact horoscope. Yeah, I love, which... I love the description oh, yeah. of Trimon walking on this big, uh, like, mosaic in the floor and all the different, the 64 different zodiac signs <laughs> that Discworld has. 
from Wesin the double headed kangaroo to Gahuli the vase of tulips. <laughs> and then Rincewind and sign the small boring cluster of stars. <laughs> I love this stupid bullshit. This is great. This one's great. Yeah. Um, but because of Discworld logic, um, because they know his exact time and place of birth, um, and his star sign, they can just tell his uh, fucking horoscope and mentions druids a lot, and they're like hmm, druids. Maybe we go check on the, the druid place in Lamaze. Yeah, like yeah. the. The, the horoscope is like, like please don't fuck with druids. And it's like, well, in, in Rincewind's defense, he is trying not to fuck with druids right now. He's trying. Um, also, I love all the descriptions for je- um, the the people who are born under Rincewind's sign. Um, the small, boring group of faint stars lies between the flying moose and the nod string. Um, it's said that even the agents could find ent- anything interesting to say about the sign. It's traditionally associated with chessboard makers, sellers of onions, manufacturers of plaster images of small religious significance, and people allergic to pewter. Not a wizard sign <laughs> at all. Bad to be if you're a wizard! <laughs> do we get to see, do, do they ever do this again? Does it, the astrology of Discworld come up again? It does? Yes. Qu- yeah. Sort of the star charts come up again for at least one book. Okay. I know. I just I think it's fun. Um, but that is where we left off with uh, Trimon going. Ah, oh, fuck druids, huh? <laughs> and uh, Ridswind is homesick for Ankhmore Port. Yeah, yeah. I already feel like this book is way more cohesive than the Color of Magic is. Straight away, like yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, fe- it's really... it feels a lot more like a world than just like a bunch of cool stuff. The color of magic was Terry just like fucking writing whatever. Yeah, and this is like, oh Christ, I need to make a world out of this, huh? Okay. Yeah, color magic is very high concept. Like here's just this pitch for a satire series, and now this is like, oh, here's the actual like beginning of that series. This is like a variety show, and one of them got picked up for like an actual televised series. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is definitely a lot more fleshed out. It takes its time a lot more. Because um, yeah, like when we were reading like the the four chapters he had like it really felt like like he was pushing you from one plot to a next he was like okay but we don't have time to unpack all that but now it's like no let's talk about druids for a couple pages and it's like sure i guess we don't really have much more to talk about huh no yeah. not really it was a lot of fun i like where it's going yeah yeah um what we read this week was up to page 82 and for next reading there's a good stopping point midway down what on my copy is page 126 with death saying I think we've got time he repeated a trifle uncertainly that's it that's... <laughs> you don't like to hear death say that you love to hear it <laughs> it's fine yeah. it's fine um, that's just a good stopping point that's about midway through the book nice um, it might actually whatever we'll, wor- we'll work it out I'll edit this for, for I mean like, you're not going to edit this <laughs> no I'll say something else and replace I don't know we'll read to a point I should have done this earlier I, I hoped you <laughs> yeah. had done this earlier but okay um how about uh, let's all say Jess where can we find you online <laughs> alright well as always you can find me personally at several bad puns on twitter uh, you can find my show about the Twilight Zone at the Spooky Spot, and uh, by the time these are coming out, I've probably been on the Avatar Recycle a couple of times. Uh, that's my friend's uh, Avatar Rewatch podcast. 
The Last Airbender. Yeah, Avatar: The Last Airbender. No, they're not. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're not, not uh, James Cameron's head. <laughs> they're not worst idea of all timing. Uh, the James Cameron movie. No. Oh God! I would kill myself. I would also <laughs> kill myself. Instead, I had a really fun time talking about uh, Warriors of Kyoshi for three hours. So you can go listen to that. Hell, Hell yeah! yeah. Um, I have found a better place to stop. Um, more towards the center of the book. Mm-hmm. It's page one hundred and thirty-seven. Um, the luggage. Uh, it, uh, no one ever asked its opinion about anything. It's just a paragraph about the luggage. Okay. Sorry about that. Okay. Um, Julie, where can we find you? You can find me on Gatsby uh, on Twitter at Gatsby Low, ending in L O W. Uh, my account's locked and stuff. That's just for personal reasons and such. Hard being a teacher with social media. Mm. Uh, terrified of children ever discovering me on social media. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> yeah, especially teenagers. Don't want that. A lot of kids. <laughs> A lot of kids ask you what your first name is as a teacher. And it's like, I don't want to tell you, ever. Yeah. It's like, uh-uh. That's bold. Um, I never would have asked that. No. Oh, kids these days. Kids these days. Oh, <laughs> like, they just ask you anything. Like, God, it's fucking wild. Anyway, uh, you can find me there on Twitter. Send me a request. I will probably, like, find you amidst all of, like, the spam requests I get. Uh, but also, you can find me on Instagram at... DL Hobbies, uh, where me and my partner just paint and build a bunch of Warhammer and stuff. Nice. Uh, Mark, how about you? Uh, you can follow me at Avengifier on Twitter. A-V-E-N-G-I-F-I-E-R. Um, I'm going to be posting more art. Um, that's basically it for me. Um, there is also the Discourse email that I've set up at which is di- the discourse pod at gmail.com. Um, so if you want to talk to us about any of these books, you can hit us up there. Um, and you can find me on Twitter at chumpersonable, um, where I've also been posting more art. I've also been posting uh, just photos I take and shit posts I make out of them from my playthrough of Tales of Zillia that I've Photos doing. I take and shit um, posts I make. Chucking <laughs> <laughs> and fucking is all that I case. You can find um, me, Jess, and Mark on our other podcast called Lupin Lottery, where we are frighteningly close to finishing Red Jacket. We just watched a shit episode. This episode was bad. Damn. But it did have it did have a vault that is Powered by... It did have What If Lupin Play Space Invaders. Yes, Lupin does oh, play Space Invaders. Oh, we haven't even recorded that one, so I'm just like, what the fuck episode are you all talking about? <laughs> yeah, no. it's It's a shitty episode that's sandwiched in between two of our favorite episodes, which is weird. Amazing. Um, but yeah, that's Lupin Lottery, which you can find on Shout Engine, and on my Patreon, patreon.com slash Riley, where I post episodes of that show early. Also check out uh, on Twitter at Eidolon, uh, E-I-D-O-L-O-N, playtest. Uh, so, a bunch of our, some mutual friends of ours are making a, like, tabletop-style game, and they actually have commissioned me to do art for it. You can find the first piece of art I've done for the first class, the Vanguard, on there, but hopefully by the time this starts getting put out, I'll have more art up. Uh, I don't have any more excuses. I don't have university anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it sounds super cool. Um, I have to start listening to it. Say honestly, same. I've just kind. I don't want to listen to it because I don't want it to color too much for the art. But it's very much just 
uh, tabletop system heavily inspired by JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I've been. I've only read. I've only listened to the setup for Pop. Um, mm-hmm. I I need to listen to more. Yes, they're all very talented people, and I'm sure that it's going to be great. Until next. Until we see you next time, a hundred years and a few hours from now. I did that one backwards. You anyway. want to try again? <laughs> Not particularly. Until we see you again in a few hours and a hundred years, this has been The Discourse. Goodbye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. time to sit with her thoughts i hate that holly it's the worst thing you could have done to me is sit with my thoughts (laughs) this is violent